let me take you to brunch. Imagine it. Two hours of unlimited margaritas, mimosas if you're classy, impeccable service, and the perfect mix of serious and playful conversations. Welcome to my favorite time of the week, and soon to be yours too. Now pull up a chair, pour yourself a drink, and let's dive right into this week's episode. You are now listening to The Brunch Babe. Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of The Brunch Babe. My name is LA and I'm super excited to join you guys on this journey of getting to know me, getting to know some of my favorite brunch spots, and really having conversations thinking about our life's motto, our life's work, the voices and spaces that we're putting into the universe and how we take up space. I'm really excited to do that work and to be a part of the conversation, especially for black women and women of color like. So just so you have an overview about what I'm assuming this podcast will look like, each week I'll introduce you to one of my favorite brunch spots in New York City, and then we'll just talk about whatever that week's theme is, whatever that brunch conversation may be. I'm thinking for season one, we're going to be focusing it about this, focusing, eh, focusing around this idea of, again, the life's motto. And so for me, I had that question presented the other day and someone was like, Lori, what's your life's motto? And at first I couldn't think of anything. I gave it some thought. And I thought about that little Wayne song, Comfortable, and there's a line in it where he says, love, live, life, proceed, progress. So I'm going to talk about that more, but first I want to set the scene. Today we are brunching at Agave. Agave was the first place that I hit me and I knew like this is what brunch is supposed to be. It was one of the first brunch spots that I visited in New York and I was obsessed immediately. First of all, my favorite foods are... Asian food, so like Thai, Chinese, Japanese, you know, sushi and stuff. I also really love Mexican food or, you know, American version of Mexican food. So quesadillas, burritos, nachos, what have you, tacos. So agave is a Mexican-inspired, southwestern-styled restaurant, and it's located in Greenwich Village in downtown New York and so the great thing about Agave is that they're known for their brunches because they do unlimited margaritas for two hours. I mean you can also get wine or mimosas but that's boring and we're not a bunch of boring hoes. So unlimited margaritas for two hours and they typically serve it frozen but I always get mine on the rocks and they're super accommodating and so for me that space has always just been very fun. Like you can have a reservation, but if you go in there at like 11 a.m. on the dot when they start their brunch on the weekends, you can always find a spot. And I've taken plenty of friends to go. I've gone with just friends over the years whenever they're like, Lori, do you want a brunch? And if they say downtown and they've never been to Agave, I always take them there first because I just think it's super fun, super chill. And service is great. They never let your glass go empty as soon as it gets to about a quarter way and you're like almost done. Someone comes running over to refill your glass and I ask you if you're okay. 
And I love that. Like, don't let my cup be empty. I'm here for two hours. I'm trying to turn up. And it's definitely that spot. Like, if you're trying to, you know, get muy, muy drunk, if you're trying to get a little bit buzzy, that's the place that you want to be. And so one of mine, and they also just take care of you. I remember one time I went and me and my friend were there enjoying brunch. It was great. And again, we were drinking and heavily and we were like, as soon as our glass was done, we were on to the next one. And so I remember I got up to use the bathroom and one of the waiters like tapped me on my shoulder and they were like, hey, I just want to let you know that we think your friend is getting a little bit too gone. We might cut them off soon. Is that okay? And I was like, girl, we have like three minutes left in this two hours. You can cut them off. They're fine. But I just appreciated someone looking out to be like, hey, we just want to make you aware, like just in case, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, they were fine. I was fine. We were both fine. So don't even worry about it. But that's just kind of like the care and attention that they pay attention to you with. So that's just quintessential agave. One of my favorite spots. I appreciate you know, the love and the attention there as far as service. The food has always been great. I love their lobster Benedict. They also have like a huevos ranchero. They also have like omelets and you can like choose what you want to put in it. And so always easy going. Definitely the first spot. And I recommend anyone listening, if you haven't been to Agave, check it out. Give me your thoughts. I want to hear if you like it, if you hate it or... Yeah, any other feedback that you have about it because it's still going to be probably one of my top go-tos. So that's what we're thinking about today. We're thinking about getting comfortable with one another. We're thinking about diving into this podcast and going from there. And so I think the next step, I should probably talk a little bit more about myself. So who is LA? I am a 26-year-old super duper Gemini from the little small town of Mount Vernon, New York, right outside the Bronx. I'm in education. I've accepted the role of educator and I'm excited to shape young minds. I'm also an avid, avid, avid bruncher. Catch me at brunch literally at least once or twice a month, if not more. I've gone back to back Saturdays and Sundays. I've brunched on a Friday even. I love it. For me, it's one of those places where you can really get to know someone, especially if you go one-on-one. And obviously, if the drinks are flowing, inhibitions are down, and you can really get in touch and just like get to know someone. Um, And I think that can also be fun. I've brunched with people I've met at networking events. I've brunched with dates, I've brunched with friends, I've brunched with families. I just think it's like the perfect place. As far as what else I'm about, I'm someone who is interested in exploring my creative pursuits and hence this podcast. I think for a long time I was so focused on doing what I had to do as far as I went and got my bachelor's degree. I graduated from Tufts University. I got my BA in English and Women's Studies. And I think it served its purpose at that time in my life. That being said, I graduated and I was like, am I gonna have a job? And I really was struggling, but I also didn't understand the limits of a bachelor's degree when I was like 21, 22. 
I think I thought it would open the door to all these like manager type roles and things. And it was like, uh, nah, baby girl, you probably going to have to be a program assistant at best somewhere. So figuring that out has been very interesting to me. Afterwards, I worked two years in summer programs and recently I got my master's and I'm super excited about that because I just graduated from Teachers College, Columbia University. (laughs) Shout out. Um, and I got a master's in sociology and education policy. So I'm super excited about education, shaping young minds. Obviously our country is in detrimental states, left and white, left and right. (laughs) I think that was like a Freudian slip, like, (laughs) you know, who's causing these issues. And so trying to make things better, ground up, top down, it doesn't even matter. Sometimes you're just like lost along the way and sometimes you're in the thick of it and you really can't get out. So those are just some of the things that I am excited about and I hope to have conversations with you guys about throughout the journey of this podcast. I come from a Jamaican background. Both my parents immigrated here in the early 90s and you know they found each other after meeting in Jamaica And here I am. I have a younger brother who is my entire world, literally obsessed with him. I won't talk about him too much on here because it's not about him. But if you guys ever want to hear me gush about someone, he's literally everything and so wonderful. And I will answer questions about him any day of the week. And so that's just a little bit about me. And you'll learn about me along the way. I think I'm funny. I think I'm a realist. I think I'm pragmatic. You know, I like to paint sometimes, and by sometimes I mean at paint nights. I miss driving. You know, I got my license, and I remember I was, like, one of those obnoxious teenagers. I was, like, 16, and I was like, I need my driver's license the day I turn 16. And, you know, I got my permit all of that, and I got my license, and I haven't been driving for the past two years, and it's kind of weird. And for the first time, I got behind the wheel of a car, like, last week, and I was like, oh, my God, I missed the road. (laughs) And now I'm, like, in New York, and I'm like, how do I... How do I get myself a car? Do I need to move back to the boonies of Queens? Do I need to move back to the Bronx so I can like have a car and have the freedom of the road? I don't know. We'll figure it out. But that's just me in a quick nutshell. And like I said, excited to be on this journey, doing this podcast, get you guys getting to know me, me getting to know you. And so let's think about the next half outside of the brunch stuff, what I want this conversation to be about. So I mentioned before this idea of a life's motto and specifically for me, when I first had to think about that, I was an undergraduate at Tufts graduating and my senior class uh, from the Africana Center, so the black students at school, voted and chose me to be the class speaker that year and so I was really excited about that opportunity till this day I'm not really sure who was voting for me or why because I would like to think of myself as a friendly person and I hope that I got to know everyone in our class but sometimes I'm just like were there other people y'all liked more than me did y'all really hear me speak because I think I was in every single class that like no one was in so I'm just like I don't really know but I really appreciated it and I love the honor and I love the opportunity to write this speech and get my voice out there and think about and reflect on our time over those four years. 
And so in it, I talked about Lil Wayne's song, Comfortable, and there's a line. He says, love, live, life, proceed, progress. And over the years, I've always come back to that. So the other day when I had a friend who was doing interviews, um, she's really thinking about the college experience, um, those who didn't go to college, those who did, and everywhere in between. And she kind of asked me, what's your life's motto? And at first I was like, what? <laughs> life's motto, girl, I'm just out here living. I'm just out here trying to breathe. I'm just out here trying to survive. You know, I'm just trying to pay my bills on time. I don't really have a life's motto. But then I was just like, oh, wait, hold on. I don't want to sound dumb in this book that you're about to write and publish. Um, <laughs> what is my life's motto? And I thought about that and I broke it down this way. First of all, love. So love is this huge thing and a huge driving factor in a lot of our lives. I don't think there's a moment in time where we're not thinking about love, who to give it to, who to open our hearts to, who to fall back on, um, what things we love, what activities we love. We throw the word love around a lot. And so thinking about love for me yeah, there is that pursuit of finding a partner and finding someone to share your life with, but there's also friendship love, you know, those people, and especially for me, the women in my life that inspire me to do things like start a podcast, that inspire me to do things like apply and go to a master's program. Um, I think about friends who I see succeeding and thriving in their careers, thriving in their creative pursuits and that type of love and support that comes from friendship, your chosen family is so exciting. Um, and I don't think we often take the time to really reflect on that until things get hard. And so I really want to explore this idea of love definitely when it comes to friendship. I also want to think about familial love because that's the love I think we take for granted a lot of the times. You know, I love my mom. I love my brother. But I've always known that love to be there. I've never experienced a time where I didn't have that love. And so what does it mean as far as extended, well, extended families um, and how we interact with love there? And how do we think about our cousins and our aunts and our grandmas and our uncles and grandpas and things like that and just thinking about the basis for this idea of unconditional love which I think comes from family and then also conditional love which I think is built in our friendships where we think about the boundaries that we put on other people and the boundaries that other people set up and how do we explore these ideas of unconditional and conditional love and when are they appropriate when are they not I'm definitely an advocate, I would say, more for conditional love. I think you need to have boundaries in your life and your space in order to do well and to thrive. And other people should have boundaries. There are some things that, unfortunately, it's really, really hard, I think, as a person, as a human being, to just say, I can love you no matter what, unconditionally. If that were the case, I think our world would be a lot better, right? Like... You know, we probably wouldn't have so many issues of racial biases and gender biases um, and issues in different communities and marginalized groups and, you know, trying to deport people and the amount of like trans women getting killed every year. Like if people were actually open to this idea of 
unconditional love. So thinking about those, that dichotomy there and that binary of unconditional versus conditional love, definitely talking about familial love and friendship love. And then also I want to talk about, you know, the love, love that we out here seeking. I want to talk about dating and, you know, when it's hard, when it's not, when it's easy and you just find your person, you know, I'm not going to lie. I have not found my person, but there are definitely men in my life who have like evoked emotions. <laughs> like I'm not a cold hearted bitch. So like, you know, I've definitely had feelings, but sometimes those can be overwhelming and like making sense of that all. So I think love, love is something that's important in our lives and that we need to acknowledge and talk about and be a part of. And so those are conversations that I definitely want to have on this podcast and probably whole episodes dedicated to this is the love episode and deep dive like dating in New York do it don't do it should I just shrivel up and be a prune get out of these streets who knows I'll figure it out anyways on to the next section I really want to think about living life so he says live life and that can mean anything right It can mean just waking up in the morning and, you know, going about your day, going to your job, thinking about the extracurricular activities you like to do. Some people are super into cooking. Some people are really into exercising. Some people are really into community work and organizing. And so how do we live our lives and what impact do we make? But for me, I also want to explore mental health within the black community and what mental health for black women and how do we make that a part of our life? Um, how do we think about again, similar or overlaps? Like how do we think about the boundaries that we put out into the world and how do we work to break down some of these barriers to make sure that we're getting the help that we need so that we're also filling the cups of other people. (laughs) Um, just to have that as a metaphor, like, Am I someone who's, you know, pouring water into your glass and helping to create purpose in your life? Or am I someone who's like over here sip, sipping, sipping away and draining that energy? And how do you navigate that with other people? And then again, with this mental health aspect, how do we seek help? How do we have that dialogue with our friends, with our families, with our loved ones? So thinking about life, but also thinking about living our best lives, right? Like, How am I living my best life? What are some of the things that you guys get into to make sure that you're on top of it? Like I said, for me, it's brunching because it's that avenue where I get to spend that quality time. Um, Oh, I should have mentioned this before, but it comes into this idea of like love languages. For me, my two biggest ones are quality time and then gifts. So like receiving gifts, but also giving gifts. And so for me, when I do activities where I feel like I'm spending time with someone, um, especially when it's like over a meal or like cooking together or just like having a picnic or going to the movies, especially when I do them in small groups or with one one other person, I feel that like that person is filling my cup. They're revitalizing me. And so that's something that is a part of my life and it's a part of the way that I love. And so those are things in conversations I want to have and I'm excited to have so again dedicating whole episodes to just like living life and I want to hear from you guys like what are ways that you live your best life and how can we reflect on it 
Um, I like trying new classes, right? Like I've done kickboxing classes. I've done pole classes. I've done aerial classes. You know, those things to me are super duper fun. I've gone to this place where you can like make your own. They did like, it was different types. I think it was like pastas and stuff. Honestly, this was a while ago, but it was so cute because I like went to meet the owner and they like made me lunch and like had me like cut things up. And I was like, oh my God, like here I am learning how to do a cute little dish. And then getting that chance to be in conversation with someone. So how do you live your best life? Um, That'll be something that I think is really fun and that as far as conversations go. Next one is proceed. So for me, I'm going to think about proceeding kind of as failures. How do you move on from failures? And so I want to explore failures in a multitude of avenues, right? There's, from when we're younger, I think the biggest, hardest failure or the first one that's like major to us outside of this love aspect of having little crushes when you're like in elementary or middle school and you know, you're you're trying to write that cute little note like, hey, do you like me? Yes, no. And they over here making their own box like, we're just friends. And you're like, oh shit, just got played. But outside of that kind of failure and rejection and those little pettier things that happen, I think our first real or at least for me, I will say, I will acknowledge like my privilege and like my expectation that I was always going to go to college and things like that. But like the first real rejection or that like hurt the most that was outside of this like friendship, love, whatever idea was when I applied to like what I thought was going to be my dream school and that I should be. And I got, re- okay, I didn't get rejected, but to me, it felt like a rejection at that age. I got deferred. And they were like, we're putting you back in the regular applicants. And I was like, deferred? Absolutely not. Y'all are not going to have me. I remember I was like, F this shit. And I immediately emailed them like, I would like to pull my application. Thank you very much. And I'm a dramatic person. I was just like, if you don't want me now, you ain't never going to want me. And that's that. But how do we move on from rejections? Um, You know, when I graduated from Tufts, I was really huge for me. I was looking at a list the other day of all these types of jobs I was applying to. And I was like, girl, you are not qualified. And I know that now in my age of 26, but I didn't realize that when I was like 21, 22 applying to these jobs. And so I was just like, this is wild. But I remember just getting these like rejection emails or I would get a call and they'd be like, oh, we're really interested in you. Like, are you able to come to the office? And at that time, I was so hell bent on not being in on the East Coast anymore. I was like, I'm going to California. And I'd be like, oh, actually, I'm in New York. And they'd be like, oh, we want someone local. And I was just like, "Okay, well, this is not helpful. And so having to move on from that idea of running away from the East Coast almost. And I was like, "Okay." Let me take a step back and I ended up working at a summer program and like finding a job that actually led me to find my passion in education. And so it all worked out. But thinking about our failures in that way, like how did these job rejections go? Rejections from schools, maybe the rejection from the master's programs that you really wanted. Maybe, you know, just rejections from a promotion, rejections from a raise, these failures in a sense that... We tend to, you know, idealize in a way and say, you know, I know that this is down and, you know, you have your friends who are like, it's going to be better next time. This is a lesson. 
blah, blah, blah. But really, how are we feeling emotionally? And how do we think about moving on from these failures and building ourselves back up? So how do we proceed? And then lastly, I want to think about this idea of progress. So how are we growing? You know, like Kelly said on Insecure, growth. That's what we're doing. That's what we're calling this stage of our life. Um, Our mid-20s, my mid-20s anyways, I don't know how old y'all are. But I'm thinking about growth. And I'm thinking that I never want to be the same person that I was at 16, 20, 24 that I am now. And I don't mean that as far as values go. Um, Some values are inherent. You know, some ideas about who you are as a person are inherent to your character. And I'm not talking about changing your character, but I'm thinking about the way that we grow. I'm thinking about our mindset, a growth mindset, as the, you know, the new age teachers say these days. Um, And I'm thinking about that. And I'm thinking about how am I progressing in my life? How am I making sure that where I might not have spoken up when I was younger, that I'm creating an avenue for other people to speak up and I'm speaking up myself. I'm thinking about even personally, I've always been someone who's drawn to creative avenues. When I was in middle school, me and one of my best friends, we would always write these like creative stories. We would think about the people in our class and recreate new worlds. We would think about what the latest celebrity gossip was and write stories about that. And so I've always enjoyed writing and creative writing. And I lost that along the way, the older I've gotten. And so thinking about how do I grow in progress where I'm not stifling myself. And so in college, I worked to develop this, right? Like I read works by, I think black women authors were really important to me because I didn't have that opportunity as much in high school where I think a lot of my counterparts did, but I went to school in a town where one of the first facts you learn is like, Hey, we're 99% white. And I was like, okay, this is real different than Mount Vernon, which is like mostly Jamaican and Brazilians and Haitians and Mexicans. I was like, this is real different. And so I didn't have the same opportunities to like be involved in the readings that way. And I didn't really think at that age to like look beyond what I was doing in school. And so in college, I gave myself that opportunity more. I took a poetry class and I like explored my poetry because that was something that I really loved to do, but I never considered it seriously. And even when I graduated, those weren't avenues that I thought I could seriously consider. But I want to think about the ways that I've always been drawn back to these creative pursuits and back to storytelling and back to creating my voice and honing a voice. Um, And how have I worked to progress over the years that way? How have I progressed in my thinking about how I accept other people and how I have them accept me? How do I think about this person that I want to be in the world? So that's what I think about when I think about progress and change and just becoming better. And that's really that in a nutshell, to be honest with you. And so I really hope to engage in conversations about all these things. I imagine this being a cute little season one, getting this podcast out there, seeing who's supporting, who's liking. And I want to know about the ways that you guys are growing um, and some things that you thought, hey, this is something when I was 16, I was hell bent. This was it. And how has that changed, right, for you now um, as you grow and you think about the world and you think about the space that you take up in the universe? And 
yeah, so that's that. Love, live life, proceed, progress. And I think it's only fair that we, you know, explore the song a little bit for those who haven't heard it. Me, I'm just like, wow, I really want to listen to it now. Um, so I'm going to play Comfortable by Lil Wayne. It featured Babyface. And the whole idea of the song is really like, you know, telling a person that you're in a relationship with, like not to get comfortable. But I want to think about it broader than that. Like as a, as a person, you should never just be comfortable with where you're at. Like you should always want to push for more. You should always want to strive for more. And I'm not saying stressing ourselves out and being exhausted all the time, but you know, just thinking about next steps and thinking about having a greater purpose. And again, that space we want to take up in the universe. What is it where we are? So yeah, let's get into the song real quick. Funny how that song haven't got old yet. To 
you guys for listening in you didn't have to be here with me for 30 whole minutes but you were you found a way and so I'm excited for this journey feel free to find me at la the brunch babe at gmail.com if you have questions comments concerns you can also hit up the twitter and the instagram both have the same name la the brunch babe And we can take it from there. I look forward to hearing feedback from you guys and then taking you to my next spot next week. I think next week's episode is going to be super duper fun. Can't wait to get into it with you guys. And enjoy the rest of your day.